Welcome to episode 5 of Rural Reliance with the Candy Couple. I'm Julia, this is my husband Aaron, and we are a small homesteading family in rural southwest Virginia who are working towards our goal of being self-sufficient. Um, our goal is to really rely on no one but ourselves for our needs and um, to be able to get as much as we can off of the property that we have. Um, so today we actually want to go over budgeting. How we budget, what our budget is, and Aaron's really the guru here, so... Yeah, so when it comes to budgeting, um, we try to plan, like you've heard before, we try to plan for everything, and budgeting is one of our key things we do. We look at, uh, try to hit certain, stay below certain amounts in certain categories each month to putting back money for savings, putting back money for vacations, sinking funds we use. Emergency. Emergency funds. So we're going to talk through about each each of these and and how we use them. Our ultimate goal is to really live debt-free, but also to have a good cushion of savings for that as well. Um, because we really can't retire unless you have something to retire on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, if you had some good... If, if side hustles become good, stable um, incomes, then, you know, that could be a possibility as well. But um, right now, we budget based off of our uh, nine-to-five jobs. And um, some of the main things, like, we're going to talk about budgeting-wise here is categories. So we, we try to break stuff out into major categories from grocery to Internet, cell phones, um, miscellaneous. That's where we usually put anything that doesn't fit in a category to homesteading. homesteading is another one of ours. So when it comes to budgeting, it's best to figure out how much your bills are each month and have those budgeted in um, so that you can say, okay, each month I'm spending this much on rent or this much on groceries. And, you know, look at ways to be able to cut back, you know, especially on groceries, for example. Right now, I know that's a little harder than than, than normal, especially the inflation and everything's been going. And even uses for your, you know, your yearly expenses. So taxes is a huge one for us. So we actually budget for taxes and insurance and other really big items all throughout the year. Yeah, and we use a sinking fund for that. So we figure out how much our... Um, taxes, uh, property taxes, how much our insurance and insurance is, you know, car and house and all that's going to be each year. And we create this sinking fund and find that total and divide it by 12 months. And each month we put away that much into this sinking fund so that when it comes time, we always have that money available to pay for those expected expenses right so you know it's going to come so we absolutely know we have to pay i think in july we have to pay insurance yes or, yeah so july we have to pay insurance um because we do pay on an annual basis you do save a little bit of money that way yeah yeah if i know for some people that's a little harder but if you can't uh if you do this this helps out tremendously because you're basically putting away that money each month for that year to come up and a lot of places will give you a um, not a huge discount, but some off rate wise on insurances. And if you can do that, another thing uh, with car insurance and stuff, if you can, um, you know, get with them and be like, okay, yeah, I'm working from home. I'm not going into work every day. You know, this is how much mileage I drive basically per year. Stuff like that. Well, some companies can help reduce your uh, insurance amounts too. Yes, yeah, so we really focus on the sinking funds. We don't just use sinking funds for those expenses either. We also budget in for holidays. So yes. Christmas. Um, before I met Aaron, I actually set up a Christmas club account because it was killing me. Um, I come from a very large family, and I would buy all these kids toys and all this stuff. And after my first Christmas, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> um so I went to our local credit union and I set up a Christmas club and that money automatically shoots over. Yes, yeah, so we use that one and we also use another one. I don't think we really have a name for it, but we like have like a sinking fund each month where any like website renewals, magazine renewals, um, stuff like that, even 
car care we put into that and birthdays 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 and events like we set aside so much each month and that's how much we have uh, to spend you know all year in those categories as well and you know don't want to think we're saying like a cheapskate or anything but you know we have a set amount that somebody's giving on a holiday like or a birthday or something like that and we're not going over that budget but we are shopping around looking for discounts yes. deals we're always looking for the best deal yeah so it's not that you know we put a lot of thought into the gifts we give people we really try to think what does this person like so i'll tell you all a hilarious story that just happened for me for mother's day my mom loves popcorn she loves popcorn oh, this is a good one and I thought, you know, I got I got a popcorn maker myself, and I'm like, I really like this popcorn maker. It's really amazing. So let me get her a popcorn maker, and I'll get her a bag of gourmet popcorn. So I got her this Amish popcorn. It's supposed to be the best thing ever. I gave it to her for Mother's Day, and she looked at me. I was like, okay. She says she loves popcorn. Does she not like it? And I kept getting this look. And she finally said, why did you buy me a seed to plant? Where am I going to plant this? She thought they were seeds. She did not realize I got her popcorn. I was like, it's popcorn. The stuff you said you liked to eat. It's gourmet popcorn. <laughs> then she ate it and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, she actually sent me some and it, it was really good. So, um, we, you know, we really try to look and see... What does somebody really like? Like, what do are their interests? What can we get them that that's going to mean something to them? That's really important, you know. Finding a good gift for somebody. Yes, definitely. So it, that's how we kind of budget for for things like that. Because, but we also start ahead. So last year, I had all of my Christmas presents bought, most of them by October, which was a godsend because. The baby came early, and we wouldn't have been able to do any shopping. Right. Um, so almost everything was bought in October, um, by October the 1st. But we do shop, you know, Black Friday deal. I've already gotten one Chris or two Christmas presents for this year, so we, we really try to look for those things. Yeah. And, and from a budgeting perspective, you can plan out most of your... Most of your expenses except emergency like we do do an emergency fund that we put so much away each month for those unexpected expenses that are going to hit you know for us here a couple uh about a month ago when our well pump went out you know that was an emergency for us because we didn't plan for it it wasn't something that was expected but we did have that money set aside for where we'd been budgeting in that. We've had to use that to get a new washing machine, everything. We actually have a set amount that goes into that every single month, $50. Um, we just automatically know it needs to go over there. And $50 doesn't sound like a lot. $50, especially when we don't have to use it, builds up. Yes, definitely. It builds up really quickly. Um, I will say that how we budget is going to be very different from a lot of other method, methods that you see out there, we don't do zero-based budgeting, which is where you take all your money and you get your budget down to zero with everything. We actually like seeing a little bit extra of a buffer in case we have to go over on something. So we, we are not a zero-based budgeting household. We like that buffer. Um, and we also really focus on making sure that savings is part of our budget yes yes so each month savings like we have a couple of different ones that we put money into is part of our monthly budget like hey okay we know this month 50 bucks is going in this one 75 or something into this one and that is built into how much money we put aside each month Yes, so, and if we ever need it, that savings is there for us to use, but we really don't even count that money, you know, when we look at, like, what's in our bank account. That's not actually in our bank account. That money is for future use. Um, when we first started down this journey, you know, Aaron already had a spreadsheet, and he was already kind of there. Yeah, I was sort of, I was tracking um, what you much, were go what was going out. Yeah, what was going out, 
and then from there we sort of establish like grocery how much we don't want to go over in that a month uh, how much on miscellaneous we don't want to go over and we're always looking at having more left over even from our budget that still just goes into our checking each month right and really have that buffer um cause when we first when i first moved in um we had a very scary three months it was hard it was yes. a very hard three months because i moved in first we're planning a wedding <laughs> so we're planning a wedding we're planning everything here i move in and i had over fifteen hundred dollars for a car repair bill well then we had to get a lawnmower it was two thousand dollars and then we had to replace a heat pump which was five thousand dollars um so we realized when we first got together you know, when we first moved in, this was not the way we wanted to live. We wanted to make sure we had enough of a buffer, we had enough cash saved up, that that emergency fund. So we really started looking at ways. Um, our biggest debt was my student loan. Mm -hmm. Aaron had already gotten rid of his credit card debt. I didn't have any credit card debt at that time. So that was really what we had in, in the vehicle. Yes. In the vehicle. My vehicle was paid off. Um, but, you know, we looked at how do we hey, you know, how do we get out of debt faster? And a lot of people in our in the homesteading space really lean toward Dave, Dave Ramsey. And he, he is wonderful. Don't, don't get us wrong. He's wonderful. He has some really good ideas. But when we were starting, his method didn't fit for us. A thousand dollars, when we first started, his emergency fund was a thousand dollars. That wouldn't have been enough for us. Um, my car payment was 1500 um <laughs> our uh air conditioning was 5000 heat pump at the heat pump yep it it was there's no way a $1000 would have covered that so we really took methods from him and other methods that we were you know looking at and viewing and really put together a method that worked really well for us because we knew we wanted to save as aggressively as we were paying off debt. And we've actually really accomplished that. Um, where I work, one of my coworkers introduced me to this amazing calculator, the Snowball Debt Calculator. And I can actually input numbers. And if we actually end up saving a little bit more and putting it aside for us, instead of putting it towards our current debt, we're actually only adding an extra year of payments. So in all reality, and that's throughout the entire life of the loan. So I can, we can actually play with numbers and see what's a better situation for us in the long run because me putting all this extra money here and I'm really not going to pay it off much faster than if I saved some extra money doesn't really make sense. Right. Yeah. We'll just hold on to that debt for an extra year and pay I it off on... We don't pay minimum payments. Either. We do not. N now, we pay aggressively, always toward... At, the, at least 100% more. Yes, and always toward the least amount first. A lot of people will say go for the highest interest rate first. Smallest debt. We go to get one completely off the books. So we our method is to get something off the books and just be down to one payment. Um since we pay everything off so aggressively, the interest rates don't hurt us as bad because we get them paid off at a quicker pace. I mean, we have um, our camper van, and um, we did end up, I mean, we were paying it off, like, super aggressively because we weren't able to get a very good interest rate on the van. We also had to buy this out of state um, and everything, but, you know, we, we haven't paid off. Like, we had it paid off in, like, two or three years. Yeah. And it, it was a big payment at like 7% interest. So it's insane. But we're paying at least double on our debt. Yes. And that helps reduce it down quicker and get you closer to debt free. Yeah. Because, you know, if you've got something that's got 20 some percent interest or something, you know, you're never going to get... If you just pay the minimum amount, you're never going to get that paid off. Never. You're going to be stuck with that debt forever. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so just the way it's played. Yeah, so you have to always, you know, that's why you're looking like, okay, I need to cut back on my grocery budget by, you know, 100 bucks or something to put an extra $100 toward this debt to get it paid off sooner. And, you know, it might be harder to living for a little while, 
but it really helps get you to that debt free. And it might not even be your grocery budget. It could yeah. be miscellaneous, you know, miscellaneous, or, or it could be even internet. Can you go get internet? Is there a McDonald's near you that offers free internet? Things of that nature. Or the library. Library. Or the library. Library is a good one uh, that I know I hear a lot of people use um, to go to. Uh, sometimes they have Wi-Fi. Most of the time, um, at least they have computers set up there if you need to go get on them for something. Right. Um, or go to a cheaper cell phone bill. Um, I know for us, that was a huge expense. And then whenever we got together, um, we cut mine in half. We're still trying to figure out being able to cut errands in half because right now we have cell signal in certain areas with, with mine and cell signals in certain areas with Aaron. Yeah, being rural, it makes it hard because um, we don't have great cell phone signal from anything, really. And, okay, well, if we go this direction, we have this phone has signal. If we go this direction, this phone has signal. And sometimes if we go one direction, no phone has signal. Exactly. So, <laughs> so we're trying to find a compromise for him that's got a better comparable rate. Um you know, if we can, if we can't, we might just have to go with the one and, you know, figure that out because that would cut, you know, that bill in half. And that's a lot of money. Um, it, it's just really looking at what you have and you need to write down everything you spend. Yes. Every dollar. Yes. yes. So we, every receipt. Uh, so we, we do use credit cards for we do. Ev pretty much everything, but we use them for the points and rewards. Yes, and, and we pay it off. Yes, it, it, no, no amount is carried over to the next month. If we don't think we can afford it, we don't buy it. Exactly. And with that too, with those rewards and points you get back, we subtract those off of our monthly budget as well. Or, depending on the company, they go into an additional savings account. Yes. So we do have one particular credit card um, if we use it, it goes into, well, two credit cards that we use them, they go into savings. It's Discover and the Alliant? No. No, the Alliant. Just, just, just Discover. Oh, just the Alliant. Yeah. Um, so, we have that money already set aside there. We know, you know, it, it's building savings for us. Um, so, it's kind of like a, a cheating way of getting, <laughs> of getting the savings account started. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it it's it really has worked out well for us. I don't think we've ever carried a balance, no. not since we've started. Mm -hmm. And um, Aaron keeps up with which credit card to use where. Um, we'll talk about that in another in episode. another episode. Yeah, we'll go into a whole one on credit cards and categories and some good choices on getting percents back. Yeah, but definitely um, don't just assume if you throw all your extra funds into your debt, it's going to pay it off. It, it's going to pay it off a little faster, but it might not pay it off as fast as you think it is. I, I was shocked when I looked at this, this snowball calculator at just by putting money aside just for us, taking a little bit off how much, you know, it only added a year. It only added a year. And then we would have several thousand dollars saved aside. Um, it was kind of like, well, this is kind of a no-brainer at this point. Like, why would we do this? It's just an extra year. And if one of us gets a raise, we split the raise. Part of it goes into savings. Part of it goes into the debt. Um, it's just how it kind of works. But that's what we always look at. Like, okay, when we get a raise, where does that money go? Um, where do we allocate it? Typically, it's into debt and savings. Yes. Our other bills don't really fluctuate. Well... The grocery. Last one we got, we had to raise up grocery a little from for inflation because you everybody knows how that is. Um, it's so hard to hit it. It, it. We're having trouble hitting our grocery budget. That that is one we are having trouble with at the moment. Um, but we are trying to shop as many deals while still stockpiling as well. Yes. Yeah, so I'm only stockpiling good sell items. And it's really hard because we're noticing in certain areas there's nothing on the shelves. that There's nothing there. So it it's really crazy. And then things really aren't that great of a deal. Um, it's just... It, the world has drastically changed. But we also look at our budget periodically. We don't just set it and leave it and no. just go by that budget. We actually sit down, print it out 
write it down, put question marks and say, what could we do here? What could we do there? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. really look and, at and that. And I sort of got off track our mingo, but receipts. We save every receipt mm-hmm. from every place we go to. We make sure we get a receipt. If we don't, we'll send each other a text to remember mm-hmm. to put this into our budget. So we're going through and updating our budget with, hey, you know, I went to Walmart and I bought $20 in groceries and $20 in other junk. That goes in miscellaneous. $20 goes in grocery. You know, here's how we're trying to hit our budget. You know, we have a certain amount that we used to spend eating out each month as well. And we're, we're trying to hit, you know, trying to make sure that we don't go over that as well. Yeah, we're just really looking at those categories and making sure that we're sticking to them. And we're we're actually pretty good for the most part. The ones that get us, that sneak up us on us the most, are probably homesteading. And then the oddball things that come up homesteading because Aaron will find a deal or something going on for or, trees. Or something that will be like, hey, this will make our life easier type of thing. Yes, yes. We are all about, like, I will pay good money for something that will make my life easier. I can already tell you, we have a purchase coming up, not right now, but probably in the next three to four months, that's going to make my summer life, and maybe even winter life, absolutely a breeze, and that is going to be a sun oven. I already decided I want one. (laughs) Um, Because I can tell you now, my house gets so hot cooking, and I mean, it it just becomes an oven in there with, I mean, you feel like you're in the stove. Um, I, I cannot wait till I have this, especially watching some videos we saw on off grid with Doug and uh, Stacy, where they were actually showing like everything you could put in it. I'm like, Oh my God, you could put a jar in it and it does a bust. You've sold me on that one. Um, but we, we know we have expenses and we know there's going to be things that come up because with homesteading, things always come up and never fails. You're going to have something come up. And that's why you have a buffer too, between, um, your budget and what you're bringing in each month. Cause you need just a little bit in case something does go over. Uh, you know, you want that money to go into your savings, but you know, you do have it as an option if it doesn't. Yeah. And not only that, you also need to make sure you're evaluating your wants and your needs. Um, we don't really focus a lot on our need or on our, well, on our wants. We always try to focus mostly on the, the needs. Yeah. We don't buy a lot of things that we want. And when we do, so this is the reason Aaron and I have never argued about money. We, we've never argued about money. Mm-mm. There's not a dollar that we spend without talking to the other person. And I'm absolutely serious. No one spends a dollar without discussing it with the other person. Sometimes Aaron will find something and he'll be like, we've talked about this. We know it's a good deal. He'll go ahead and purchase it because we've talked about needing these before. And if he sees it 50% off, he'll go ahead and get it because we've already discussed that we were going to purchase this anyways. Um, Especially if it's something for the homestead, something that he knows we're going to need. But we talk about every single dollar, and every single dollar is put into our budget. Yes. Um, this leaves, you know, and, and I know a lot of people have a hard time with this because you feel like you're going to lose your freedom with your money. For us, it's actually more freeing because we don't have to fuss. We don't have to argue. I don't have to worry about Aaron going and spending five, $600 on something that's insane. Um buying a new vehicle without telling me. I've heard people doing that. (laughs) Um, I would murder them. (laughs) I I don't have to worry about this. These things would would drive me insane. He doesn't have to worry about me going on a shopping spree and him not seeing it. I mean... Yeah. I mean, you you need to plan. I mean... You have to plan. You know, if you win the lottery or something, you know, you can go do that, you know, for a decent amount, you know, of time. Unfortunately, we did not win the lottery. Right. So, uh, but, I mean, if you budget, you get control of your finances under control. It shows where your money is going. It creates freedom. It creates your financial freedom to get you to that debt-free life faster and gets you to build up like if you wanted to buy land or something you know make you a sinking fund to set aside okay each month i'm setting back 50 or 100 bucks you know to 
purchase land or something, you know. I mean, that is actually, you know, a goal of Aaron and ours to buy some more property for um, some of our other side hustles. You know, the mushroom business, especially for, like, outside mushrooms. I mean, right now it's so insane that it's not even anywhere near feasible. Yeah, if if you're looking for land, I, I would I would probably hold off here for a, uh, you know, a f- don't know how long it's going to take for everything to crash here, but when it does, people's going to be needing money, and you might be able to find some land pretty cheap. Good opportunities. Yeah, that's, that's it's opportunity time, but I know it's hard to to create opportunity money. So you could pay off your debt so aggressively and we are such high proponents of paying off your debt as fast as possible but we also feel you should be saving up money like for us we could not just throw every single dime we have at all our debt we, we couldn't do it i i would yeah i mean you gotta you gotta build up you know if you have that unexpected experience you would rather have that money stored up and save than have to deal with a 20-30% credit card uh, interest or something like that. Because you had an expense you had or you had something crazy like a baby formula shortage where you couldn't get formula. So you see formula for your baby and you go and get it. If we didn't have those buffers that extra cash, we couldn't have made sure that, you know, we had an extra box or two of formula. If we were only sticking towards this, you know, we don't have any money. Um, you know, it when you could find it. Well, you can find it. You can't find it now. <laughs> you can't find it anywhere. But um, it, it's just really important to not just look at just one aspect of your budget. That is a part of your budget if you have it. it. It's there. But you also have other things you need to focus on. You need to focus on your living expenses. How much is your monthly electric, your water, your phone? You do have to have a phone of some sort. I mean, that's just... In today's world. In today's yeah. world, you really do. But you need to look at all of these expenses as part of it. It's not just, you know, debt and throwing everything at it. And you need to look at it as, okay, I really need to pay myself. And a lot of people have a really hard time with, you know, seeing money there and that's extra money and then they go and spend it. Um, I would actually put it in an account where you don't even think about it. Yes, yeah, so a lot of... Uh banks or credit unions we use a credit union uh, it's easy to set up multiple accounts and we d- we do this a lot for our budgeting method having multiple ones so those sinking funds that you know hey it goes in this account over here that's all that uh, that goes in it and it only comes out into the main lock checking uh, when it's time to pay those bills you know that helps uh, so it, it doesn't seem like you have it all in like one account, yes. you can set up a couple of extra savings or a couple of extra checking accounts. Yeah, you definitely want to use a bank. It's not going to charge you fees for that. Yes. Do not go no. to a bank that's going to charge you fees. Um, there are too many banks out there that will not charge you fees. I mean, that's that's insane. Um, I don't know how a bank in this world still functions if they're going to charge you something. Um, we, we are actually very fortunate. Our local credit union, it, it's pretty good. Um, you know, Aaron's had some bad blow with them before, but um, but they've done really well. Us for the most part, they've not been perfect. We've had had some issues. Don't don't have the best interest rates. We we found a few that's got a, a, a little bit better than them. Uh, Discover Savings, for example, yes, and Alliant uh, Savings. But um, for setting up extra checking accounts and it's stuff amazing. like that, it, it, it's so simple. I, I could go online and have another one set up, and you know an hour if that i mean he did he set up our you know the the account for um the side hustles within like 30 minutes yeah. at least like that was it that's it, all it took um and also if you especially student loans check your credit unions we did not know they did this but sometimes credit unions will take your student loans and they will offer you a lower interest rate because remember that's what we did mm-hmm. we actually they had a program where they were buying the student loan and we paid the bank instead and we took it from like an eight percent to a four percent or something yeah. yeah and right now um you know you see quite a few things that uh, advertising could get some lower rates as well I mean, absolutely shop around, especially when it comes to student yeah, Shop loans. around for everything. That, everything. That's, that's a key. Uh, for us, like electricity, we don't have another option. We only have one provider. 
we don't have another option. But I know like some of the places, like I know one of my uh, friends up in New York, um, he's got a couple of choices. You know, New York is one of the states where you have a couple of different options always. And, and it makes it competitive. It makes it not a monopoly. It, that's what if, I mean, a monopoly is really an understatement. We are chained. Like you are chained to the companies. We are chained to one phone company. You're really chained to one cable company mm-hmm. in your area. So you'll hear people in our area talk about one cable company or another because it's the only cable company that goes there. Unless you get satellite. Yeah. So you, it's you're you're chained to your area. That that's a disadvantage of being yeah. rural. Yeah, it is. But you know, you don't need cable. You don't. You don't need all kind of streaming services. You could cut back, you know, to one or two for you if you want them. Even fewer than that. See, that's money that you can put in to any of these. Or your savings. Savings, even, or sinking funds. Right. You can put that money aside for yourself and be like, hey. And then um, there's also another really great way to um, build up your sinking fund. If you get a bonus. Yes. If you get a bonus, um, put a little bit of that bonus whatever, into your sinking fund. Kind of start building that as slowly as you can. Yeah, because, you know, if if you don't start building it before the bills come due, you know, it would be negative. So, you know, try to get ahead on it a year, like playing, okay, hey, next year, you know, I just paid my bill right now, but next year I'm starting the sinking fund today to get to that bill next year. Right. I mean, it's, you know, we we have really worked with our budget, and we've really not had a lot of issues with it. it it's worked really well for us, but, um, and we've really talked a lot about um, credit card debt, um, but for us, mortgage is a debt, you know, we really want to get rid of, too. Um, any house payments, any house loan payments, we will throw as much money as we can to get paid off as quickly as we can, while also paying um, ourselves. Um, and for a lot of people, you know, they're okay with holding a mortgage. They feel like, you know, that's okay. It's a good debt to have. But for us, we feel like we're chained. Yeah. Any kind of debt to us is bad debt. That's somebody say, oh, there's good debt and bad debt. The only kind of good debt is zero debt. (laughs) Yes. No debt. (laughs) No debt. But that doesn't mean we won't ever go into debt. We know we're going to have payments or we're going to need to, to make a purchase. But. If we do, we're planning for it, and our plan is to have it paid off a lot sooner than we might set up like a 10 years uh, thing just in case, but, you know, we're going to have it paid off in a couple years. Like, under five. That, that's yeah. our goal every time, yeah. under five. Um, because w- we know we need an ATV, and the ATV we would prefer to get is going to be electric, solar charged. But we also know those are much more expensive and we have to have four-wheel drive. Not really yeah. an option. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only reason, you know, you're like, oh, why would you go that way? You know, it, it's because the way gas shortages and stuff, you, gas prices, you don't know what's going to happen there. At least with the electric one uh, around here, we could char- charge it up off of some solar panels to have it if needed. And not only that, we're not going to drive it like a crazy person. We're really using it just to get place to place. Um, we're not using this joy ride. We're using this to get... It would real, be all on the homestead use. All homestead use. Um, that's really its whole main purpose. Um, but we know we're going to have this debt. Um, my other suggestion is it, when you're looking at getting debt free, um, look at all the methods to paying off debt. Um, Dave Ramsey's method is wonderful and it works great for some people, but don't just think his is the only one. And there's so many others out there. I can't tell you how many and how many hours I spent looking at different methods to pay off debt. Um, Pinterest, believe it or not, is a great place to start seeing different methods to pay off debt. And what we did was we took it and we found the ones that worked best for us. Yeah. It really made our own system. It could be even be that, hey, I've got another side hustle going. The side hustle, any money that I make from it's going to pay off debt, for example. You know, you, you have many options to do things. And you're like, oh, I don't have time for another side hustle. There are so many that you can easily do uh, just, you know, to help 
get an extra 50 bucks a month even to help get some of your debt down or to build up a savings. I feel like people undervalue how much the saying is um, a penny saved is a penny earned or, you know, just saving just a little bit of money at it at a time. It sounds so little. I'm saving a dollar. I'm saving, you know, two dollars. Saving me five dollars. Well, it adds up so quickly. Yes. And another episode here, we'll go into all the apps um, to get uh, rewards, cash back, um, couponing, all of that. We'll do that in another episode. But all those are valid options to even bring extra money in or reduce your budget monthly. I mean, it's just really looking at any option that you have and trying everything. But just because you use them, don't change your lifestyle. Um, I mean, we, well, well, you know, like if you have a coupon for the really expensive cereal, but you eat the value time cereal, keep eating the value time cereal because it's probably still going to be cheaper than the really expensive cereal. Yeah. Look at the price. Yeah. A lot of it is price shopping. It uh, is price shopping. To help get your budget under control and not being like, oh, you know, I always get Heinz ketchup, a 64-ounce bottle, you know. No. Hey, look for the sale this week. This brand of ketchup's on sale. You know, you're going to have to make some changes to get your budget under control. But that doesn't mean, you know, when you're making big purchases, do your research Find what's going to work best for you, especially for big purchases. Find something that's going to last you a really long time, depending on what you need and what you're using it for. So I can tell you, anytime we're making a big purchase, we're like looking for a dishwasher, refrigerator, everything like that. I already kind of know what I want and what I'm looking for, um, and I have specific tastes. So I might have very few options because we are very simple. I'll tell you straight up, my refrigerator is... I'm so old school that I like the freezer on the top and the refrigerator on the bottom, and I only want two doors. I don't want four doors. Um, to me, it's more stuff to break. We don't have an ice maker. We keep it very simple. And because of that, I'm probably not going to be spending $3,000 on a new refrigerator. I'm probably going to be spending like under 1000 on a new refrigerator. Exactly. I mean, things like that. You might be like, I want this. But do you actually need this? For functionality's sake. I mean, look at the functionality of what you're buying this thing, this thing for. Um, what purpose does it serve? My refrigerator, I don't need a water machine or an ice machine in it. We don't use ice. <laughs> if we do use ice, we use reusable ice cubes that could be washed and put back in the freezer. So much more efficient. Um, we'll also pay up front for a certain thing. I mean... And if we'll pay more if it's going to serve a better purpose, if it's going to last us longer, <laughs> we will pay for quality. Um, we, you know, we do sound very cheap. Completely understand. A lot of people think we're very <laughs> cheap, but we will pay for quality um, where it counts. I mean, that that's really important to us. Um, if it's certain, you know, certain items, certain things, especially over here around the homestead, it just makes so much more sense to really function. Yeah, you know, something that lasts, you know, years compared to something that might just last a season. Right. I mean, we're, we're getting ready to change out fans for um, our boys, and we're going to actually do a solar attic fan that's going to give them so much more air. And it's going to cost us more than the little fans did, probably about twice as much, but it's going to last them forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is... There's so many ways to... If you sit down and think about it to budget your life and you might think, oh, that's a lot of work. Well, it might be up front, but if you get this under control, like for us, it's like an afterthought. Now, every month, you know, hey, I went out to town. Here's my thing receipts. Next day, I'll enter them all in the spreadsheet and, you know, be like, okay, uh, next weekend, um, we can't go out or whatever, or we can't eat out, for example, because if we do, we're going to go over our eating out budget. Right. It's really just looking at everything or even like gas budget right now. Like, hey, yeah, we can't go yard selling every yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for, for the side side hustle, the um, 
um, reselling one. Uh, we've cut back on going yard selling to pick up stuff to pick up inventory because of the gas prices. Because to us, it's too high and too much of a wear and tear right now for the price of gas. I mean, it it's just really. Um... It's really looking and comparing and making sure that you're really thinking these through. And, and again, you have to write down what you're spending. Don't make assumptions. Um, yes, we use full numbers for our budget. But if you know the exact dollar amount, use the exact dollar amount. So our electric bill is actually going to fluctuate month to month. Yeah, but you're going to look at your highest month. Your highest month. And say, hey, that's my budget. So... You know, um, 200 bucks or something, you know, that's my highest one. I'm staying under that and any extra money, you know, it goes into your checking or you could, um, say, oh, I've went out, I need to spend an extra $50 in miscellaneous. I've got it there in, uh, where I didn't spend my 200 in the electrical. Yes. And that's actually a real number for us. Um, for all of you people who pay $25, $50 for electric. No, up here you pay 200 or more. Um, it seems just to be going up higher and higher. Um, it is just crazy, but you know, don't, don't assume there's just one way of doing it, but the basics where you start is writing it down for no matter how you're budgeting. You cannot do this without writing it down. And Aaron actually spreads his spreadsheets uh, out. I do I do mine in Excel spreadsheets. Uh, you could do this and uh, LibreOffice, a free uh, program that you can download. Google Docs. Uh, um, Google Sheets, uh, I suggest if you want to go the Google route there. Those are two good uh, free alternatives that uh, would definitely be able to set this up. And um, if anybody is wanting like uh, a basic something to start with, uh, just just email us at thecandycouple at yahoo.com and I'll send you a template of what we use. Yes, and he's, he's awesome. I mean, he is absolutely awesome at keeping up with this. He keeps up with um, the days and what we spend on those days because most days we really don't spend a lot of money. Um, it depends on what's going on, what we're doing, if we have a project for the house or the homestead. But, I mean, if we spend money, it tends to be towards the end of the week or the weekend. But for the most part of the week, we really don't yeah, go Yes, yeah, so she's talking about, so, we, 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 I do multiple spreadsheets. He does multiple. So, um. Well, you were talking about tracking money in and Well, out. yes. So, I, I track it from a, a daily perspective. Mm-hmm. I track it from a category perspective. And I track it from a credit card perspective. And how much time do you feel like you spend on these? Uh, I mean... Maybe an hour a week, maybe? I was going to say 30 minutes max a week. week. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, see, I mean, he's really got it down. So, when you start this, you're going to feel like you're spending a lot of time on if it. If you're not going out a lot of places. You know, if you're going out spending every day, it might take a little bit longer. Right. But, you know... With us, we're mostly going out spending one to two days a week. At, two days is two it, days. It, well, I, is rare. It's rare. It's mostly one day a week. We but. don't go out but one day a week, and that's that's a that's like a Friday even to the grocery store sort of thing. Um, we are very much your home buddy. Um, you see the little man and the woman behind front of the cabin. That that's us. We don't really leave the cabin. Um, or the homestead. Um, but, you know, it it works for us. So we, we get to see numbers. We get to see things. Aaron also does one other thing that really helps us. Um, he also tracks um, gas. How much we spend on gas a year um, per vehicle. Um, that one there is a little bit harder. That one there it does take a little bit more time. I don't really have a good template for that one. I try to do it week to week um, when we were when we had to go in before to see you know how much we were spending a week, seeing how we could um, cut back or if we could uh, if we could or what was some of our options to save more money. Yeah, um, so we've we've really looked at our budget from every perspective that we can, and and like I said, if you have a partner, somebody that you're working with, and who's going to be part of this, you need to make sure they're on board. Um, 
you need to make sure they're not going to be going and spending money that's not allocated in your budget um, because otherwise you all are going to have really bad heads. And if they're not on board for this, it's not going to it's work. It's not going to work. It has to be a partnership. It has to be uh, uh, the two people in sync with the lifestyle choices that you want to uh, lead. Right. If you're not on the same page, it's, it's not going to work. I mean, you, you might feel like you could make it work, um, especially budgeting is, it doesn't seem like it goes with homesteading, but it really does. Because if you don't live by a budget, that's what homesteading is. You're trying to save money. So this is the life you live. Um, most homesteaders have to work because you, you're trying to save money to get there. That's the life where you have a simple life. But the problem is in the society we have now, you can't make a living. It's very hard for the small farmer, the small homestead, to make a living doing this day in, day out, especially at the beginning. So you're really trying to get yourself established, started, and making that making those profits and getting yourself there and it takes a long time so that that's the goal is to work towards it how are you going to work towards it if you don't know how much money you're bringing in how much money you're spending it's going to be impossible to figure out what you could even afford at that point um you know like if we were going to make a big purchase right now or something else to add into our budget we'd be like okay how's it how would this work how you know, what would we have to cut back on to make this happen? Uh, what could we take something out of? Or do we want to cut back on, you know, trying to reduce the other debt down quicker? You know, you got to look at that to see what the long-term impacts would be even. So there's a lot of calculations you should be doing before you make uh, big purchases as well. Yeah, I mean, you've really got to think about, right, not just big purchases, big projects. Big projects, yeah. I mean, because, you know, the homestead project can be an endless money suck. Um, we, we know this from experience. It, it takes a lot of money. Some projects, it's a lot of money up front, and then it's a lot of work. Other projects, it's like a, you know, lingering effect of cash going out the door. Um, so you really have to look at that and think, okay, how does this work? Where do the money I'm spending, how much money do I have to spend extra this month, and work on it little by little. Um, that That's really the goal. Every every step that you take little by little, you might have to spend just a little bit this month and then spend a little bit next month, but you can't buy everything at one time, and then you can finish your project or work on your project. Um, because most homesteaders, we all jump into it. We all want to get this done as soon as possible. We want things producing as soon as possible. And, you know, the same way on your homestead, like, that could be a mistake. We know this from experience. It's the same thing with your budget. You could blow every dollar you have and not even realize it. Or put yourself in a massive amount of credit card debt. Yeah, and right now, I know that's a concern for a lot of people. And if you get your budget under control, um, hopefully right now, that could help you be able to put back a little for a little extra food and stuff or make sure you can hit buy enough food even right now right i mean because the world's just getting crazier and crazier it's it's not getting any it it feels like we towards tend to lead towards a simpler lifestyle because the world around us is getting less and less simple and i feel like so many people are craving things to go back to you know when it was easier because every day feels like drama and it feels like it's so hard to get there because they make it so much harder to save money, to put money aside, to be able to budget, to be able to do these things because they want to suck us into all this drama and I don't have the energy for it. <laughs> I just want to live here on my homestead and watch the sun go up, watch the sun go down with my, with my family yeah uh budgeting you know it's gonna it's it's gonna take a change in your lifestyle and you you probably will end up cutting back on some things um to hit certain things but you setting up these goals setting up goals is always you know one of our big things as well that it can get you to hopefully a debt-free life sooner rather than later 
and that's freedom. That that is that is the ultimate homestead, you know, dream to have debt free homestead. You don't have to worry about paying anybody. You gotta pay your taxes, of course. Unfortunately we do have to pay that. But um you get to this debt free lifestyle and you know, you don't have to pay the bank. The bank can't come take your your farm. Like that you always hear the old stories or, you know, even the stories in the 80s where the bank tries to come and take the farm because they couldn't make the payments. Well, I mean, that's the goal is to get to where the bank can't take the farm. Um, it is a lifestyle change and it's a lifestyle choice. You have to make a choice to do this because you're going to put the work into it. Um, we've been doing the work since we've been together. Yeah. We know what works for us. You have to find what works for you. There are so many methods, so many ways of doing it that you might be able to take one method and say, this is going to work for us. But you might look at all of them and be like, I don't think one set method is going to work for us. Um, being adaptable is, you know, a homestead is like on the, you know, card for being a homesteader. So you really have to adapt to it. Um, I think this is about it, isn't it? I believe so. Um, Any final thoughts? Yeah, I, I will say, like I said before, if you do want like uh, some templates that we use for our budgeting, uh, I can send those to you. Uh, just uh, hit us up at thecandycouple at yahoo.com. And if you've got any questions or comments as well, you know, send them along to thecandycouple at yahoo.com. Um, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, all the major all the major ones plus me we float under the candy couple um and uh, always remember though budgeting wise that you know it's gonna be a change in your lifestyle if you if you want to cut back on stuff to be able to do other things I completely agree. And if please feel free to email us into suggestions. What you want to hear from us and, you know, how you, you know, what you want to hear. Um, or if you have a suggestion for how you can save money. Like, we are always looking for new ways to save money, especially where we are. But um, I would absolutely agree. This is a lifestyle choice and it's a lifestyle change. Um, but once you do it and once it's established and you start seeing the changes that you have, the amount of freedom that you're going to have is going to be amazing. You're going to feel so good. So, as always, thank you for joining the Candy Couple um, on Rural Reliance, where we like to work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a great day.